Welcome to ETF TV News, your weekly update on the latest exchange-traded funds, products, and notes. I'm Dan Barnes. Joining me today are John Mayer, Chief Investment Officer for Global X ETFs, and Deborah Furr of ETF TV. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Nice to be here. Thank you. Deborah, can we start with you? Could you give us a few figures on the latest products that have been launched over the previous week? Last week, we had 29 new listings and 29 new cross-listings. If we look at who was launching products, there were 23 issuers listing a new ETF, two in the commodity space, one in digital assets on Ethereum, 22 were equity, three were fixed income, two of which were ESG, one was mixed, four were active, and the big theme was actually 10 provided exposure to China, two were on the Shanghai Hong Kong Connect, and the rest were thematic ETFs. And so ESG and thematics, I think, have been, with China, the theme for the week. Sticking with that China theme, John, you launched the China Disruption ETF. What is disruptive innovation in China, and what is the investment opportunity it represents? With China, you have a country whose government and business leaders are positioning the economy for long-term growth through substantial investments in technology. Yep. You have the world's largest population and the second largest economy. So China really is at the center of many disruptive themes. Some of those themes include healthcare, education, infrastructure, robotics, fintech, video games, and esports. So from a thematic perspective, these developments in China are too large and influential for investors to ignore. You also have this expanding middle class. And also China is increasingly and intentionally diversifying its economy, Mm -hmm. led by now services and consumption. So you also have this mass urbanization in China that's going on. So over the last decade, the percentage of the population moving into cities has increased annually by about 3%. At the same time, the household income increased by 10% per year. So our themes generally span geographies when we look at many of the thematic ETFs that we have at Global X. So we're trying to provide exposure to companies from around the world that are best positioned to benefit from the changing and materialization of structural themes. But China is a little bit different. We believe that owing to its scale, that strictly thematic ETF based on China exposure is very relevant in this particular market. And how do you see trade tensions impacting the interest in investing in China and some of these themes? I believe the U.S.-Chinese trade war isn't going away under Joe Biden. But I believe the tactics of the Biden administration will be very different than the former administration. I think there will be more of a consensus, bipartisan approach to China, consensus with allies, bipartisan in the U.S. But you have to remember that China is undeniable. And even if a U.S. investor chooses to remain isolated and not invest in China, they're still getting exposure to China. The interconnectivity of all the supply chains the partnerships with U.S. and European firms, the revenue exposure, it all exists. So wouldn't you want to be exposed in a more specific way to gain exposure? I believe so. How does GlobalX define thematic ETFs and how are investors using thematic ETFs in their investment strategies? GlobalX defines thematic investing as the process of identifying powerful, disruptive macro-level trends and the underlying investments that stand to benefit from the materialization of those trends. By nature, thematic investing is a long-term growth strategy. You should have a five to 10-year investment horizon. Some of that has been accelerated during the pandemic. Thematic investing traditionally has a low correlation to other growth strategies, 
And it's the re relatable concepts, cloud computing, video games and esports, financial technology, robotics and artificial intelligence, things we know, fun things to talk about. And it, we're taking the approach that next time it's going to be different than the last. So traditional asset management is looking for repeating patterns from the past. Thematic investing is next time it's going to be different than the past. So if you combine thematic investing with a more traditional asset allocation, you're kind of covering your bases. Now, how do you use it in a portfolio? Really depends on your risk profile and your investment time horizon. But I believe that thematic, whether it be individual ETFs or some of the portfolios that I've created using some of our ETFs, I believe it's a satellite exposure. A moderate portfolio, perhaps a 10% exposure, an aggressive portfolio, perhaps a 20% exposure. John, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Debbie. Deborah, you give us a bit more detail on some of the products we've seen launched over the previous week. Last week, we saw themes of ESG. We saw small and mid-cap come to market in the U.S. We've also seen that the NASDAQ 100, as a benchmark, is continuing to see new products come to market in Asia. And I think the Shanghai Hong Kong Connect ETFs is an interesting trend. We haven't seen ETF Connect happen yet, but that is also rumored to be happening Year to date, we've seen 176 new products come to market, which is slightly ahead of this point last year when we had 153 products. That's great. Thank you. Just out of interest, have we seen any drop off in fixed income ETFs coming out? So we saw three fixed income ETFs come to market, two of which were ESG. So I think that's the theme of mm. ESG has moved from equities to fixed income. And I think we'll continue to see new ESG ETFs in the fixed income space come to market, especially as benchmark regulations are changing in Europe. That makes a lot of sense. Deborah, that's been great. Thank you so much. Thank you.